Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. I thought I wouldn't like this guy, and I thought I'd have massive FOMO, to Isn't be that funny? So did I. And I think that our next epic tales will win people over. Yeah. Um, something happened to Aaron that we all dream of happening to us. This is Melbourne's most incredible untold stories, a brand new epic tale for this week. Did you feel elated or did you feel like you were going to be sick? Probably closer to the latter. It just smacks you. And um, you still really don't know. I mean, you're still checking and you, you sort of think it, it can't happen. And you, and you don't know for sure. I mean, you're looking at the app. There could be a mistake. Jace and Lawrence. Epic Tales. Hi, I'm Aaron, and this is my Epic Tale. Aaron, welcome to Epic Tales, mate. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're doing well. I'm excited about this one. Yes, yeah, so am I. Before we get to the moment that changed your life, let's go back to the beginning. What was your childhood like, mate? Where'd you grow up? Yeah, I grew up out just out in the suburbs. Average childhood, I guess. I wouldn't say we had a lot, but we never went without on the same band. Yeah. Both parents worked and, yeah, I mean... Look, if we ever wanted little things, we never... We always went on school camp. I mean, if we we never got the best shoes, but we always got new shoes, you know what I mean? Yep. The old Slazenger brand, never got a pair of Nikes. Oh, yep. Um, but, yeah, things like that, I guess. We just... We spent holidays at, um, like, grandparents' houses as opposed to overseas trips. We never took them, stuff like that. We lived comfortably, but obviously far from extravagant or far from well-off, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. Pretty humble, normal. Life. Extremely humble. Every bit suburban life. No swimming pool. We used to fill up the wheelbarrow with water and sit in that and love it. In high school, what did you start studying? What did you What did you want to do when you grew up? I, I was actually all right at school. I, I knew I never wanted to continue doing it, but um, uh, I wanted to be an electrician. Year 10, I did a test for Energy Australia, and I got whichever job I wanted to pick, but the problem was the travel was going to be about an hour a day, so I went back to my parents and I said, I'm going to stay at school. Went for the same test in year 12 to get the same job and didn't even get a callback. Oh, my goodness. Whoops. So I got dumber in two years. I'd hate to see how dumb I am now, but... <laughs> so what did you do when you left school? Someone hooked me up with a job doing um, sort of electrician work. So same sort of thing, but obviously not as good. And it was a friend of a friend that recommended the job and, and I did that for a little while and I really enjoyed it. And then I had sort of travel plans. I wanted to go overseas. Were you into gambling? Were you did you did you like watching the horse races? <laughs> um, yes, <clears throat> started from a very young age, Sally. I, I guess I, I haven't been too bad. I've never been able to not afford lunch or pay a bill, <laughs> but it is definitely uh, the horses and stuff like that. The tab is one of my favourite places to be, <laughs> and you still find me there on a Saturday afternoon. I also believe you were a pretty big fan of buying lotto tickets. How often were you doing that, and how long for? Um, because I lived at home, I guess, is probably why, but five years I was buying lotto tickets online. I played Oz Lotto and Powerball once a week, just those two, and I put the same numbers on every week. Can I ask, how much does it cost to put on one of these Tats Lotto tickets? What would you spend every week on your Powerball and your Tats ticket? They're probably about $60 for the Powerball and I play $40 on the Oz Lotto. It's quite a chunk of money, but obviously living at home, it, I thought, you know what, if I could snag 20 grand, it'd be great, so... I th sort of thought that was worth it. I've never been the luckiest person and I never expected to win the big prize. I had my sights set on just a little bit smaller. 100 bucks a week. That's about 26 grand over that five years that you dropped 
on tickets. Uh, well, yeah, I guess when you put it that way, it is. But I mean, every week you do tend to win 20, 30. Some weeks I won 400 and I just reinvested that. So I'd, I'd comfortably say it probably cost me close to 20, 15 to 20,000. And I don't think it's uncommon for people to put their lucky numbers or whatever it is on every week. No. I, like my dad does it. Mm. My nan probably does it. It's pretty um, common. Take us back to that day that everything changed. Where, where were you living? What, what were you doing for a living at the time? Run us through it. Uh, I was 32. Still living at home, but I, I had a business. Um, I guess you could. it was successful enough. <laughs> it paid the bills. And I was working away. I was working away. I'd been away for about probably four weeks, but I used to come home on the weekends. And I'd been staying in a motel, uh, probably a really shitty motel, as you could say. Because I was so busy, I called a friend of mine up to help me finish this job earlier. So he'd come up for the week and I was booked into a hotel room that cost me probably about 80 bucks mm -hmm. a night. And um, we've been doing about 14-hour days. Uh, it was Thursday night football this week and I said to him, we're finishing early, we're going to the pub, we're going to have a few beers, we're going to at least sort of enjoy some of this life because it had been a horror week, horror couple of weeks actually. Got full of beers, stumbled back. I literally stumbled back to the hotel room across the road and there was one working PowerPoint and it was the TV or charge my phone. That was all I had. So I watched the TV, thought it was time for bed. Scenes were up early the next day and I thought as I plugged my phone in, I thought I would uh, I would check the lot app and uh, I thought I'd check how I went that night. That's when I found it. I seen it pop up and I seen the line that was highlighted instantly. I felt like I'd been smacked over the head with a brick. There was quite a lot of zeros. The moment you're logging into your app, what do you see? Is there alerts? What you, when you log in, you just have to check your own ticket. So obviously, I think the draw was probably at 9 o'clock at, at that stage, and this was about 10.15. So I seen the line that was highlighted instantly. It just hits you straight away. Um, you sort of, you don't really believe it. And I guess it hurts when you're sort of on your own. It's really hard to sort of confirm that. So I guess this series of events over five minutes after I read it, obviously I checked that, cross-checked the numbers, then I logged out of the app and then I went on to through Safari and logged in through online. Is that the moment you knew life was about to change? No, I didn't think it was uh, the prize that it was. And then... When I seen the Division 1 underneath the numbers is when when the panic set in, to be honest. Now, I want to remind everyone, you got a gut full of beers at this point. so uh, That's putting it lightly. I yeah, was right. uh, yeah, <laughs> quite inebriated. I'd, uh, I went to town on that bar. <laughs> Did you have to call someone to come and have a second look? Did you need a second opinion? Uh, yeah. Did the only thing I could do, and I called my mum. Yes. Run us through how the conversation went, and at what time of night was this? So it was about 10. I hadn't spoke to her all week, been away. And it's 10 o'clock phone call. I knew it was probably going to worry her. And I also, I mean, to ring someone with that kind of news, you know when you're ringing them, how are you going to convince someone to believe that? Yeah. On In my head, making the phone call, I thought, how am I going to convince this woman to believe me? What did you say? She, she, the first thing she said was, what's wrong? I said, nothing's wrong. I think I've just won Powerball. Oh, my God. What followed? Silence. Um, and then, yeah, just the, are you sure? What are you talking about? You're lying. You're lying. So obviously through audio, I wasn't going to be able to convey it, but I told her to put it onto FaceTime. I'm hoping that maybe seeing my reaction in my face 
because I, I had the shakes. Might, uh, might turn her attitude around a bit and believe me. She tells me the second that she seen my face on FaceTime, she knew. Oh, my gosh. No doubt she asked how much. Correct. What did you say? I've just won $30 million. <gasps> oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Gives me chills now talking about it still, actually. My mum's listening to the interview. She's next to me. She's she's crying. She's reliving the moment. Oh, my God. Hi, Mum. It doesn't look like I've got $30 million. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did you scream? Did you cry? What did you do? I just... I didn't believe him. I just... Oh, I don't know. I'm just reliving, reliving the moment at the moment. Oh, she's, she's crying. crying again. She's crying again. Give her a $50 note to wipe her tears. <laughs> <laughs> You want, you want another million? <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> yeah, here's my phone. Call the banker. <laughs> oh, my God. Aaron, what do you do next? I thought the only way to know for sure that's not a mistake is to let's ring the office. Let's ring the little office powerball and just make sure that it's me. <laughs> but it's in the middle of the night. Like, what time are they open? Do they have a 24-hour line? How does it Surely. work? They have a number and... Welcome to the lot. Our office hours are between 9 and 5pm. So they were closed. My luck. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're so unlucky. You're yeah, so that's right. unlucky. It's in the middle of the night. You're in regional Victoria. You can't confirm that you've won $30 million. So what do you do? I wanted to drive home at some point. Obviously, I knew I wasn't working the next day. But as the phone calls went on during the night and, and we spoke, I started to sober up and, and I really started to calm down. So I, I was laying there thinking I was going to go to sleep and it hit about three in the morning. I was wide awake. I felt better and I just packed my room in a heartbeat and jumped in the car. I did ring my mum leaving and I told her that I was driving. She was worried and I gave her the login details just in case I died. Oh. Uh, she didn't like that comment and I said, my luck, I'll be a millionaire for about an hour. So take this just in case. Oh, my goodness. I, I drove the whole night, parked behind a truck at 80Ks, and I just I thought if the truck can protect me, that's what it's going to do, and I followed it all the way. I was driving down the freeway, coming back, and I could see the sun coming up, and sort of as I hit about 40, 40 minutes from home is when the sun come up, and it, it really sort of did hit me that it's not just any old sunrise, you know? It's, uh, this is... Not just the start of a new day, but a new life. So that five-hour drive back to Melbourne, uh, in the back of your mind, what, 98% sure you've just won $30 million. It's now the next morning. Have you heard back from Powerball at all to confirm it? I got in the door. Uh, Obviously, hadn't had a shower or anything, so me and my mum embraced and... She hadn't slept, and I thought, I'll just have a quick shower. As I got out of the shower, I just put my shirt on, and the phone rang. And it was the same number that I rang the night before, so I'd recognised it straight away, and I knew it. I knew straight away. Run us through the call. How did it go? They asked if this is Aaron, and I said, it is. They said, do you play Powerball? I said, I do. And they said, are you aware of the prize last night? And I said, I am. And they said, well, we just want to make you aware that you are the sole winner of $30 million. And I said, I've been expecting your call. And that's exactly how I said it. 
Goosebumps are all over. I'll never send another call or voicemail ever again, just in case. Who calls? Is it like just a person in a call centre? Like they've won lotto because they get to make the call to tell the person they've won lotto? Or is it like the boss? Uh, It's a lady's job. It was a female. And um, I'd imagine it's her job. She seemed very professional. I guess how professional can you be when you're telling people that they've won money? I guess you don't really have to be good at your job to do it. Imagine having that job. But she was great. Do you remember belting out a scream? Did you give your mum a hug? They asked to confirm your ticket number, so... Obviously, I have my mum next to me in hysterics, and there's about there's about 15 numbers, so it's pretty hard to, to keep reading them out without stuffing it up. And the, the deeper I got into the number, the the less my mum's legs seemed to work. So I had one hand on my phone and one hand on my mum holding her up, trying to read out the numbers as she collapsed to the floor. Had you told anyone else at this stage, or it's just you and your mum in this little secret bubble? Not a soul. Is there a conversation amongst yourselves about, hey, let's not make this too public? I think lotto winners and successful business people have a very different a view differently in my eyes and, and maybe I'm, I'm just as guilty of viewing them the same way. I feel like business people who have earned the money, you know what I mean, aren't necessarily looked at the same way as people who have won the money. So handouts and stuff like that or what's expected to be given away is a lot different. I mean, you always hear of lotto winners remaining anonymous. I used to think, yeah, whatever, how important could it be? But I guess it dawns on you when you do win and on my drive home, I was thinking, you know your life's going to change. That's a given. You just don't know how. And uh, I was, it made me really appreciate what I had, the friends I had, the family I had, and the life I had, and what I enjoy to do. I mean, you've gone from doing what you can do to you can basically do whatever you want. You go to now thinking, what do you want to do? And I wanted to do the same things with the same people, live the same life. So my fear was to lose that, a big fear. And I thought the more the people knew, the more I had to lose. What was the first purchase you made? The actual first thing I bought was a 80-inch TV and I got it delivered and mounted on the wall and for my mum and me to watch. Same-day delivery? Um, I got the floor model, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't wait. He wanted a discount. I, I'm, I'm so impatient. I wanted a discount. I wouldn't have been able to wait either. Without revealing too much, can you run through some of the ways you've celebrated winning $30 million? What have you done with the cash? I bought a nice little boat and a holiday house somewhere for us to all share and I bought a, I bought a house. Um, I've given a fair whack away. To friends and family, mate? Friends and family, yeah. Some would say I'm a solid friend to have. And to be honest, it's it's not as... I've got a lot of play money there and, and I'm hanging to do a lot of things. Obviously, the lockdown slows down things that you can do, like overseas trips. And But, yeah, I've done the usual thing. I've bought cars and boats. And, Did you quit your job? Yes, I have quit my job and I now work part-time. This is my philosophy with all this, as far as this goes. I mean, winning the lotto, uh, it doesn't make you any happier, but it certainly makes life a lot easier. I feel like if you were someone that was relying on that or or, or won it and expected your life to be this amazing thing because this happened, it's not a whole lot changes. It, it does change in the sense you can buy whatever you like, but you still got to line up for a, your, your hamburger at McDonald's. I mean, you don't get VIPs, you, you're not known. So your life, essentially, unless you're going to tell people, doesn't really change. Mate, i, I got to say, that 
that is an epic tale and a half. And I, I commend you on being the bloke you are. You got your head on straight. It, you, you're being very smart about this whole process. You seem like not a to interrupt guy. you there, mate. But uh, you'll probably see me on the news in five years, and you go, shit, you didn't have his head on straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I reckon you're going to be okay, mate. And honestly, congratulations. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy for you, and thanks for being a part of Epic Tales, Lauren, Jace. Thank you very much for inviting me on the show. It's uh been a highlight. I really appreciate it. It's one of the highlights since this has happened for me. I've people voice that I've got a face for radio, and here I am. Wow, what oh, an epic tale. I and love him. What a bloody likeable guy as well. Yeah, right? It's so funny because I do think you think, oh, lotto winners. Yeah. Yep. He is. That was the attitude we had when we were going in <laughs> recording it, to be honest. We're probably going to hate this guy. <laughs> he is well, and was such a delight and mum jumped in the background one day and she was excited. We're off to the, uh, when they finally open things up, we're off to the Melbourne Cup together. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Which probably won't happen this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he'll still talk to us next year. Um, <laughs> a massive thank you to Aaron and his family for sharing their epic tale. He reminded me of you when he was like, oh, nah, I bought a big screen TV, but I bought the floor stock because he wanted it then <laughs> and there, and that is so something you would do. Oh, absolutely. If you won Tats Lotto, you would only buy things that you could get at that exact moment. Yep, that's why COVID's probably been the best thing for him. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.